What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you, and we are back with Fantasy News Today, Tuesday edition. So you know we got Bogart on the stream. We got Hector. He said what he said on the stream. We're about to get down to business. What up, Hector? It's going down, bro. Oh, man, it feels good. I cut the locks off. I'm going to let it grow back out before the winter hits. You know, I feel good. I didn't do too great during my fantasy league this week, but I feel rejuvenated, and I know next week I'm going to be hot. Let's get it. What's good, Bogey? Shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Just running uh, running my, my daycare. You know what I mean? Uh, all my clients are my kids. The <laughs> win-win. Hey, I'd rather, <laughs> daddy daycare is probably better than cheaper by the dozen. I'll say that. Hey, that's oh yeah, the insurance policy to get to, that you need to get though is insane because we actually looked into this because I was like, bro, I would invest in a in a daycare. That's hella bread. Oh yeah, for and you sure. get the cardio up. But they yeah, but that insurance plan is insane. You need like a million dollar policy for real. I mean, you're dealing with other people's children. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it better be that way. Yeah. My, uh, my, yeah. my little sister used to work in the biz. So, like, you know, that's why we, it was like a thought process. Because ain't nobody who's going to be like, oh, let's send my kids to bogey. But, like, my sister, on the other hand, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a little different. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into this first topic. So, we're, we're going to go a little bit left of center on this one. We're going to talk about the whole Urban Myers situation. Pretty much out at a bar, getting his drink on. You know, flirting with some younger chicks and, I mean, see him getting kissed on and all the different videos that were circulating. Probably the craziest thing was the girls that he was hanging out with were posting, um, like, pictures and videos on Instagram at the exact same time that his wife was posting, like, pictures of corn on the cob on social media. So just, like, his life is just all over the place, and uh, (laughs) it was wild. And uh, the owner came out and said uh, that Urban Meyer's been talked to, and that kind of uh, behavior is inexcusable. Bogey, I know you didn't know too much about this, but after uh, the info now, what do you got to say about this? Slob on my knob, like corn on the cob. Check it with me. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> But I don't know. Ur- Urban Meyer's funny, man. Like, I, I don't think he's going to last long as a coach in the NFL, bro. Am I in the matrix? No, you're you're good. You're good. Okay. And I was I was mid bullhead, so I couldn't yeah, say anything. I was just no, because I couldn't hear y'all neither. So I was like, am I muted? Or I was mid bullhead. My bad. But I'm saying, bro, Urban Meyer. How old is he? Fifty seven. Something like that, if yeah. not older. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, and he's actually like held in high regard in the state of Florida. So these young coeds actually know who he is. I don't think he was getting any play for real, but I think at the same time, you know what I mean? Like when you're a head coach, bruh, and you're raised and you have men now, these aren't kids in college. These are men that you're coaching, you know, men that you want to teach values. You know what I mean? Like how to be a team player, how to be a good husband. Like this guy low key is a piece of shit. And he makes, and in his history, he makes everything about him. Like, this guy's a baby. You know what I mean? Like, how many times has he quit coaching and came back? Like, it's almost like he quit. And, yeah, I know that he had health issues and whatnot. But, like, yo, just stop drinking at 57 at the bar then, bro. You know what I mean? Like, 
do things that actually make you a mock. Like, look at Andy Reid. Andy Reid will sit and eat 12 cheeseburgers with you. His cholesterol is probably through the roof. But <laughs> everything else in life, he's solid. He's probably a great husband. He's a great father figure. You know what I mean? Here's this guy, Urban Meyer. You're the new kid on the block at 57 years old as the head coach. Like, do better. You know what I mean? Be a better example for your rookie QB who will be around and they and, and you won't Ooh, be, you know what I mean? I got, I got facts on facts on facts after this. Go ahead. Bust it. All right. So I'm going to bust this shit down right now for you because one fantasy football hustler, that restaurant that he was at, I don't know if you read all the way into it, is his restaurant. I did not. Is, oh, man. It is the Urban Meyer restaurant in Florida that he opened up. It is a restaurant slash like bar club. There you go, Urban Miner or whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call him. Uh, but he, that's his restaurant. Then, mind you, he has his entire family there. He doesn't travel back with t- with his team to the next location because he goes out with his family to to I guess celebrate his his zero and four record. And. And then decides to, I guess these girls wanted to pull him on the dance floor and he decides to dance and the girls, they, I think this was a whole setup. They were setting this motherfucker up from the jump. Like since you that is, dumb. Since it's you his restaurant, stupid. since it's his restaurant, could he like lean on the side of it? It was just good customer service, trying to build some morale Fuck for the out business. of here. No. First <laughs> of all, you're mid NFL season. You shouldn't even be there. You shouldn't even be there. Then the fact is that you dance with the girl, then went to go get a drink, and they find you on, and then you find they find you groping her, touching her ass and shit. That ain't cool. Oh, let me watch my language. You got the cutie over here. What's up? Say what's up, Uncle Uncle Heck. You know, he he, he don't know. He don't get ass eventually. I think, I think Urban Meyer is low key like a trash individual. He's garbage. He's garbage. He, like, he and, and and honestly, the one of the topics that popped up when it came to this whole thing about him at the bar was he's really pushing for that USC job. I mean, he already wants an out of the UF uh, of the of the NFL. Ah, shout out to Jaws. He said, "Good customer service, full service." Damn right, handy <laughs> and all, handy and all. <laughs> I hope I hope the food is good, man. Cause like. I, I get it. He gets, you know, he he's probably uh, he's the man over there. It's his restaurant, right? Maybe they want they they wanted they got some free shots out of it. You know what I mean? You know they got some young some young ladies in there. You know what I mean? And then at the same time, why isn't your wife eating there? Where's she getting the corn on the cob at the crib? You know my yep. thing is my thing is if you're gonna do your dirt, why do it in like in front of your you gonna take your family out to eat and then do it right in front of them? Like, come on. He's probably the guy that wears the robe at the house that says King of the Castle. <laughs> like he's one of those guys. Like he's I bet you he I bet you his ego is really fragile. And like he is great at what he did in college. It's not translating to the NFL. And I think this, this he's making it about himself. Mm-hmm. He got a little, he got a little pecker. He got a little he, exactly. Yeah, a little pecker. And you already know, like back in college, I'm sure he was able to get, you know, uh, get a whole but get by on a what? whole bunch of stuff like that. But you know, I mean, the, 
You know the civil lawsuit cases they can bring up on this man if you want to bring in college? Well, no. I mean, I'm not talking about, like, you know, people in college. I'm just saying, who knows what he was doing while he was, uh, you know, just coaching college, and he was like a superstar, you know, bringing the championships and stuff. But now being 0-4 in the NFL, like, it's total opposite. Like, you can't be a moral douchebag and be bad, like, at your job. Like, sometimes you'll get a pass, you know, for being a douchebag, at least if you're winning. Like, that's why he's trying to go to to, to the USC over there. He's already trying to get out the NFL. He's like, nah, I Who's in USC right now? Is it Chip Kelly? Nah, they just, they just fired their – USC just fired their coach. There's an interim. Okay. Damn, where did Chip Kelly go to? Because you know what? I can see Chip Kelly being like, I want that Jacksonville job. <laughs> they swap jobs. He's he's actually – Chip Kelly's a perfect example of sometimes these college coaches just don't hang, bro. Nick Saban couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. UCLA. Uh, only, Pete Car- only Pete Carroll, bro, is the guy who was a head coach, didn't, pay, didn't do that well, and then went to college, did very well. They went back to the league, and you know, the, you know, the rest is history. That's like the only other example I could think of. Like, you know, Jim Harbaugh. Look at Jim Harbaugh. He's never in the conversation anytime these jobs open up. They're like, I, 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 Jim Harbaugh was just like he was okay. He, he was, he's not Pete Carroll, but he wasn't a bust like, like Urban Meyer coming into the NFL or even fucking. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, I his name from Alabama coming in, or, or you could even say Urban Meyer well, now. About this, my Niners, my Niners, it had, it was a, it was a well-oiled machine. It just needed somebody to drive this machine in the right direction. You know, Urban Meyer, he, he, he adopts. A, a, an orphan team that's just busted. You know what I mean? They're just busted on every level. Like there's a long, it's a long way to go. I don't think he, you know, I think he's starting to look at the fact that like he should realize losing is what they got to do because that's the only way they're going to have priority on these good players. It's not like college. It's not like college where this, you know, you're recruited to these, you're recruited to these joints. You know what I mean? So, quick question for both of you guys: What's the chances that uh, Jacksonville Jaguars go zero and seventeen? They're gonna. I think it, it, it's gonna, super hard because of the division. They're gonna win a game. Like, look at how close they've been. Like, they 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 were close last week. I'll say that much. But which they shouldn't have been. Poor second half adjustments, though, and phenomenal second half adjustments for the Bengals. They came out, made the proper adjustments. And then and then they and then they 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 turned a, a a multiple possession deficit into a tie, you know the first the first five minutes of the, of the third quarter. You know what I mean? Like what, they're going to win one of these games against you know a uh, 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 Houston or 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 uh, what's another winnable game for them, man? Um, it's gonna it's it's gonna be a team that's overlooking them, and they go on the road, and they uh, you know come to Jacksonville. It's gonna be some West Coast team or something like that, but that's really what it's what it's gonna end up being. It's gonna be some random team. I mean, the, I mean, the hey, it should be the if, if, if they do manage to take a win, good on them. I'm just saying, if my Jets can pull out a win, <sighs> I had to throw that in there. Anything is possible. Just like KG said. <laughs> All right, let's get said. it. Let's get into some of these. Uh, let's get into some of these. Uh, the Bears news and uh, 4:20 Eastern time. Spark it up. 
So the big news, well, how about some tiny news before we get into the big news so I don't forget this. Uh, the Dolphins traded Jakeem Grant to the Bears for a sixth rounder. We don't even need to talk about that, but looking for wide receiver they, help they, there. They must David, turn man bad. Yeah, and David Montgomery, that's the big news. Knee sprain, he's, he's going to be out four to five weeks. Damian Williams, he suffered the thigh bruise this past week, but they said he should be good to go. And uh, going up against the Raiders. Uh, this week, so they've been pretty uh, pretty nice to stream your fantasy running backs. But again. I do want to say, I want you to look at the following five weeks after the Raiders game and tell me when's their bye week because Damian Williams might be one of those guys that he's going to get a lot of work, but the matchups aren't great. I know they got the Buccaneers in there. Here you go. I already got them. I'm way ahead of you. I got the Raiders, the Packers. That's where you sell. Bucks, yeah. 49ers, Steelers, and then the bye. Boom. See? So we should have who's, who's even the third back on that squad after Williams? Herbert. Khalil. No, after 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 is it? Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because what's his name's not what's his name's not back yet? Cohen. No, Cohen's still on the pup. That's yeah. a that's a huge fucking hit because I was just telling Zach, because we were just recording right before I hopped on with you guys. And and he has Montgomery on his league. And I was like, Montgomery's a solidified starter, but right now they're saying they try to save him from an ACL tear. He's going to be out. He's going to be out for a while. Yeah. Well, and, and for them to yeah. not really have any more real, like, depth in the running back position. He can't even play officially until week seven. So either way, like, these next two weeks. They got to go out and try to, buy, try to find someone. When, when is their bye? When do they have a week nine bye week? Ten. Week ten. So there's nobody left. There's nobody left on waivers. The Ravens got everybody already. They got yeah. every running back that was available. And not using <laughs> not mean, one of them. <laughs> I mean, maybe they trade for Tyson Williams. Like, uh, or I mean, there's a bunch of like practice squad guys they could sign from other teams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, listen, I don't know. If, like after these two games, after the Raiders and the Packers game, yeah, I, I try to sell Damian Williams. And man, I have David Montgomery everywhere, and I only have Damian Williams in a couple of those spots. Ooh. So, for whoever's been holding on to Damian Williams, do the Bogard and go try to trade him to the David Montgomery owner. That's yeah, you'll get you'll get good value now. And uh, shout out to David. Said Chicago going to get Marlon Mack. That's interesting. We know that oh, they, they, they got backs on backs on backs. Well, they just gave up a sixth round. So what? What are they going to do? They're going to do some dumbass bear shit and give up like a fifth round or or a fourth round for for Marlon Mack now. But you well, know what? What do, what do you think they, the Colts? What do you think the Colts would take? They paid him two mil for this year. You know what? What's worth two mil in the NFL trade wise? A sixth round? Yeah, I was about to say like a six, like you're luck you're you're getting blessed if they give you a like a late fifth round. You're getting I, that's them being nice, so you don't really fight back on anything. Now I, they'd have to though if they don't have a sixth rounder. Now it's either the fifth or the seventh, or a player in a draft pick or something. Who knows? And seventh and some cash consideration. And and listen, I, this organization needs to be very careful what they do because they did trade away pieces. To get Justin Fields, you know what I mean. They traded away draft capital, you know what I mean. So, yeah, but they don't even want to play Justin Fields. First of all, they ain't going nowhere until Matt Nagy gets the fuck out of. I'm surprised that man doesn't have a hit 
on his head in Chicago. Listen, man, shout out to the Bears, Bruce, and the bros, man. That those are my guys. They want to kill him. <laughs> I'm I'm like, I'm I'm surprised they haven't ran his entire family out of there. He must I, have ties to the mob or something. You know, for maybe real. maybe it's something like that. For all we know, he's one of the most phenomenal coaches, but he's in the mob's pocket. So he's like, <laughs> he's fixing the games for the mob. Yo, your version is better. Maybe that's what we need to like talk about more and bring that to light. That Matt Nagy is really like, he must have some crazy debt. And it's one of those things. It's like, if he doesn't keep playing by the rules, missing those kicks, like <laughs> Nigel Gruff and the replacement, you know. <laughs> Lose, but not by enough where they don't suspect you. Like the stupid decisions, like go start Justin Fields. Hey, y'all remember the double doink in the playoffs? Y'all remember the double doink, right? No, no. What are you talking about? In the playoffs, when uh, Matt Nagy's first year, 2018, <laughs> they get to the playoffs and the Eagles beat them because Mitchell Trubisky gets them in the, to field goal range to win the game. The kicker kicks the ball and it, it double doinks i remember that now yeah okay you know that kicker did that three times that year a double. it's almost like what are the odds who had to do it it's like Nagy goes we need the double doink now <laughs> and he was like the perfect double doinker he's just he's the best kicker ever that he could pull the double doink out on on call savage times that year that's wild that's wild. Or was he trying to miss, and he just ended up double doinking? So it was like it was like a version of the replacements. Yeah, he double doinked that shit. It's like a version of the replacements. His kicker is just a drunk and in debt. It was like you need a double doinker. Cigarette on the field. Instead of the kicker, it was the head coach. Ole, 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 ole. Oh man, wiry. He's wiry. Shout out to Big Kong. Shout out to Big Kong. He said, fellas, there's power in praying to the fantasy gods. Man, we need to do that like every Sunday or something. Just, you know, all, all pray to the fantasy gods. Like, we need to. Sort of a 20-minute prayer. Hey, people will get behind that. And shout out to everyone who's leaving some comments uh, in the stream for starts and sits. Uh, the start, start and sit is going to be uh, Wednesday and then Thursday and then Saturday, Sunday. Um it's those four specific streams. So if you want to get a start, sit question answered now, just make sure you throw it in as a, as a super chat, and then we got you covered. All right, real quick, let's touch on the Steelers. Two things. Mike Tomlin said that uh, Chase Claypool could be back this week, um, Wednesday practice. I mean, that's the biggest. Uh, also, like David, you asked about Mixon. Uh, Wednesday practice is going to give us a lot of news for these guys. But Claypool could be back, and Big Ben has a hip injury. We know what happens when these old ladies get their hip injuries. Um, Bogey, what, what do you think about uh, about just the Steelers in general right now and Big Ben's old ass? Man, um, we've talked about this at length on, on this program that it's going to take Big Ben to – it's going to take an injury to remove his death grip on this fucking starting job, bro, because, like, he could be falling apart and, like, being held on by threads and he'll still try to get out there and throw his two-yard passes, bro. Like, this – at one point, when is Mike Tomlin going to have to, like, draw the line between telling your franchise QB, someone who is beloved in – you know, for what he's done for this organization, et cetera, then just making the right call as a coach? 
You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, Haskins or, or, or Rudolph, whoever it may be, they're looking better in, in practice. We're going to run them out here. You know what I mean? Because they want a chance to win. You know what I mean? Like these winnable games, like, first of all, they beat the Bills week one. Was that because they were game planning, you know, for this one game all offseason? Or did the Bills come out flat? I think it's a little bit of both. But then these they start getting beat by the Fugazi teams, like the Raiders. Fugazi. You know what I mean? Like, and they listen, who, who do they got? They, they got beat. They got handled easily by the Packers. They are the Packers. Who do they got this week? They got the Broncos. If the Broncos whoop them up with Drew Locke, this is funny. You know what I mean? Like, this is a problem because this should be a game that they should win. You know what All I mean? Right. Right, now, right now, I'm going to tell you, you can't disrespect Ben like that. I you, you ain't disrespecting Ben like that. You 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 signed him knowing that he's re- this is his last year. He's retiring. Everyone knows it. So why are you going to bench him on his last way out? He is Mr. Pittsburgh. 19-year career, Hall of Fame career, mind you, Super Bowl champ. Why would you sign him to say no? And it's not his fault the, why the record the way it is. He's one, they're one and three, right? They're one and three. But he is over 65% completion, over 1,000 passing yards, four, four picks and four touchdowns. That's the only issue right there. But you can't say it's his fault because every game they lost was a close game. And mind you, they, they beat the Bills. And with with him on the field, you thinking Dwayne Haskins is beating the Bills? I think Dwayne Haskins can stretch the field at this point in his career. I, don't, I think Dwayne Haskins needs this entire year to sit behind Ben so he can coach him throughout the year so that next year Dwayne Haskins can take the team over. I, I think there's a real scenario. And give Ben at least the ride out that he deserves. I'll, They've lost to the Raiders in the bank. Season. This is the whole rebuild season for Pittsburgh. They don't like. They, there's no reason in trying to like – Win the division. You're not winning the fucking division. You're not. This is a rebuild year for you. I want. I want. I want to add this in. Is the fact that maybe Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph are so bad in practice that he's he is making the right decision by going with Big Ben. That's probably how bad it is that even Big Ben can't be outbeat playing this bad in his career right now. You know what I mean? Haskins has been a, a healthy scratch. Like yeah. you're not even the backup, you know? So whatever we think in the fantasy world, we don't know exactly how the practices look. And if, I mean, Ben probably is the best and that's what's sad for the Steelers, but yeah, he's going to be one of those guys. Like you already know, he's going to be like a general, like going to war. Like he's going to have to die on the battlefield, like pretty much for him to get taken off. And you know, it, it's his call to make, like you said, Hector shit, 19 years, almost um, two Super Bowls. Uh, everyone knows that he's going out this year. Everyone knows that he's retiring. He even knows it. He only signed because they weren't sure. He, I'm, and I'm, I swear by this. I said what I said. He would have retired last year, but the only reason why he signed was because Pittsburgh was not sure if the quarterbacks behind him could get it done this season. No, but, but hold still on, hold on. not sure. Hold on. Let, let's be clear about this. He didn't want to restructure his his contract because they had all kind of people they wanted to pay. So it took remember it took him a while to be like, okay, I'll restructure it. And you know what was annoying about that is that they missed out on a window to sign some of these these free agents to maybe to maybe game plan for life without Big Ben. So they restructure his contract 
And now they're stuck with him again, theoretically, for, for, for next year. But at least next year they can move on. You know what I mean? And I, and I just, listen, man, if I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm letting the man know. I'm letting him know, like, hey, bro, how long do we go back, Ben? You know what I mean? I'm going to sit him down and talk to Imano Imano and let him know. I'm, 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 I'm putting you away. I'm putting you on a shelf. You know what I'm saying? I don't see it happening. I don't see Dwayne Haskins having enough to, to, take, to, to, to even be competitive yet. Mason Rudolph. Somebody. <laughs> Mr. Get hit with a helmet? Yeah, we already know. I mean, Mason Rudolph definitely isn't the answer. Who knows how long he's going to be in the NFL, let alone, uh, you know. All I know about Mason Rudolph is that he can take a clean fucking rocket hit to the head with a helmet. That's all I know about his game. (laughs) You remember, uh, you you guys ever seen that movie, The uh, the Sitter? (laughs) You remember that movie, The Sitter with Jonah Hill? And uh, it was like uh, yeah. Method Man or Red Man. I can't remember who was in it. And he was like, man, if we ever need some crazy white boys to roll with us and get punched in the face, we're calling <laughs> you. <laughs> like, that's Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yes. All right, let's switch it up. Let's get to Bogey's 49ers here. Got a couple pieces of news. Um, let me just go over uh, Let me go over each one, then we'll chime in on each one. So Jimmy G has a calf contusion. Pretty much not playing this week, but they said they're going to reevaluate more on Wednesday, I guess, for like a timetable of how long he's actually going to be out. Robbie Gold is missing three to five weeks with his groin injury. And then Elijah Mitchell expected to be back at practice, and he's um, not expected to be wearing the uh, non-contact jersey anymore. So pretty much getting back to full strength. We'll let you tap in first, Bogey. You know what's so crazy about the Shanahan-led Niners? Is that we're liars, bruh. We don't tell nobody anything, bruh. Like, look, it, it went from being a, a calf strain to now it's a calf bruise. They they don't want to be completely transparent because they want Arizona to game plan for both Jimmy or Lance, which they should have already been doing because Lance gets in the, on the field regardless here and there, right? But, but yes, Lance probably going to start. Elijah Mitchell... Um, I, I mean, what's crazy, they just told us it was a shoulder. What was it, an AC joint? Because if I knew specifically what it was, then I'd be like, I, right, it's AC joints like four weeks. You know what I mean? So obviously, if they say he's wearing the non-contact, maybe he gets in there. I still think Sermon looked good enough. You know what I'm saying? And he got 19 carries. You know what I mean? I mean, but he looked, actually, he wasn't that great. It was like 89 yards. So that, that puts him at, what, like three yards of carry? Maybe, maybe that wasn't the greatest, but they still trusted him with 19 carries. You know what I mean? That's more than most. Most just only had one game in, in, in his Niner career with 19 carries in a game. So there's that, right? But I, this is all just to reiterate that we lie, bro. We don't be to, we, we be playing like this extra much espionage game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, and I think Lance is going to be fun for fantasy purposes our team is that bad on defense. We're giving, we're going to give up a lot of points. And if you look at what Lance did in one half of football in his six-point scoring uh, touchdown joint, he had 24 fantasy points, bro. I'm not saying he's going to get 48 in the game, but I'm also saying that's his upside. That guy is what we want in fantasy. And my Niners are bad. So it's going to be, you know, you have this safe floor because he's going to have to do everything. You know what I mean? 
I one I'm I'm concerned with Jimmy G. I'm a little concerned with Jimmy G because they're like you said they lie and right now they're saying that Jimmy G might be able to come back and by like it, it, faster than usual and is still the starting quarterback. But then you're just you, like right like I just we me and Zach just spoke about this. You 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 were pretty much knocking on every person's door trying to sell him for a bag of chips right before the season. And then you trade uh, trade up to get to Trey Lance. Like, so like, what is it? Are you, is Jimmy G, I, I think Jimmy G is too injured prone. He shows a winning record. He shows a winning record. He just can't stay healthy, but he can't, he doesn't, he, he's been always on a, a, the team was always better than he is. So his play well, didn't have to be that great. It just had to be above average. In 2019, the 49 when the 49ers went to the Super Bowl, 2019, we were the we were the second highest scoring offense in the league, only behind Baltimore, and they had the MVP. Only, but the difference between uh, obviously Lamar being the MVP is that he was like if Trey Lance. He was if the, Trey Lance goes out right now. He because I think was I think Trey Lance is supposed to start this this next game. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If Trey Lance goes out and starts this next game, and he, because I have no faith in Trey Lance, honestly, I'm gonna tell you right now. I said what I said. I have no faith in that man. But if he goes out and balls out, Jimmy G is not seeing the field for San Fran anymore. That's really confusing what you just said. Because first you said you don't believe in Lance, but then you said Jimmy. If he, if, if if Jimmy, I don't. I don't. I personally don't believe it. But I'm saying that if he goes out and balls out because Jimmy G is so injury prone, and he and he's been showing over year, every year he can't even last what till week three or four before he gets injured. Listen, why trade up for a guy and then not put him and not not play him? Hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. Listen. What you're saying, it, it, what you're saying, makes no sense because, and in football, this is what you're supposed to do. You look at your team and you're like, okay, we need to pay Fred Warner, we need to pay Nick Bosa, we need to go draft a young QB. We like, we like this crop of QBs. We're gonna trade up to get this one because we only have Jimmy on contract this year, twenty-five million. Next year, he's still on a contract technically, but we can move on from him. You know what I mean? This is what all the big dogs do. You know what I mean? So now this opens up our little four-year window before we have to pay Trey Lance to win. All the big dogs do it. Arizona. I literally, ju- I literally just said that. I said if Jim, if he goes out and balls out, I don't have faith in Trey Lance. But if he goes out and you, balls out, you, listen, Jimmy G you won't see the field again. What you said didn't make no sense. This is I, I don't I don't like Trey Lance. I don't have faith in Trey Lance. But I'm thinking realistically on the field, if he goes out and starts right now because Jimmy G is hurt and he balls out and he has a game, he will be the starter and Jimmy G won't play 
because and he won't see the field Duh. the same way no more. Duh. That has nothing to do with how I feel about I I oh. I don't like Trey Lance. But that's I, that's, that's what I'm saying. But that's obvious. And with your trade, you know what you spoke on, uh, maybe the the Niners might trade Jimmy. If there might not even really be a fucking injury, you know what I mean? And we're just keeping them so till we till everyone knows that he's straight, and then Thanks, we move him. <laughs> I mean, listen, this I, I'm this is the same organization that let that couldn't wait to get Kaepernick in. Alex Smith got a concussion. Mm-hmm. They were like, he'll never start again. They just couldn't wait to switch it up. You know what I mean? And Alex Smith was like getting us into the playoffs and shit like that. He gets one concussion. They're like Kaepernick time. Different playbook. People catch people off guard. We had a magical ride. To they the do the same shit to Kaepernick. Exactly. It's similar right now. You know what I mean? Like it's a similar situation. Only difference is, you know, for you know, it's it is good to have Jimmy around for Lance because Lance is extremely raw. Lance is way more raw than than uh, than Zach Wilson. You know what I mean? Like Lance. Lance got it though. It's like you know what I'm saying. You see the it, hold just, on, real real quick. Yeah. Is Lance more raw than any of the other top five QBs? Yeah. I think so, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. He just hell he yeah, because he also played no fucking competition in college. But and he had a COVID season where they had to make up a game and he had a yeah game. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He probably has a smart agent. Was like, "Hey, man, you gotta sit down. We don't want to hurt your draft stock." You know what I mean? And like, here's the crazy thing about this too. Look at our normal way of evaluating, like combine shit, like that. It was all based on pro days this year. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, you could you could tell who what coaches wanted who by showing up to the multiple pro days. You know what I mean? So we want we wanted Lance. I was on record. For saying that we're going to get Lance, but I was also on record for saying that he needs to sit for a year behind Jimmy. You know what I mean? Listen, Jimmy G had us as the second highest scoring offense in 2019, but his numbers were pedestrian. 4,000 passing yards, uh, you know, 26 passing TDs, 10 picks, but he was just driving this incredible offense. With Lance, it's he's going to be – the, the offense is him when he's the starter. You know what I mean? Like everybody else is an extension off of him now because of what because of his dynamic. You know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see. Let's see if they actually uh, announce Jimmy out on uh, Wednesday or you know what 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 they're gonna come up with. Because I already thought he was a full blown sit. Me right too. Away. Me too. I mean, most people. Listen, listen. I'm watching that game on Sunday. I didn't see uh, Jimmy get hurt. They just came out. The halftime was like, Jimmy has a cap. And I was like, oh, shit, they're really doing this. Like, because you know what I'm saying? Like, that's (laughs) – we're liars, bro. All right, how about – all right, we got two more things here. Uh, One, uh, Miles Garrett. So he got got a random drug test after their most recent game. And he said he thinks it's because he went sleeveless for the first time and was showing off his guns. Then he just gets a random drug test right after that. Did he pretty? I can see that. He a big but but he's he's been posting a lot of videos on social media playing basketball, you know, doing all other types of shit, training and whatnot. And you see his freak nature of a body. Like he it's not 
no bullshit. Like he's been like that. Hey, start. Y'all remember when uh when uh Julian Edelman was coming back from the ACL, and then he did that mat. He did the GQ magazine where he has no shirt and he has like the six pack all crazy, and he's hella shredded. Boom! They 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 gave him the random drug test, and he was on PEDs, bro. They're like, but of course he was. He was coming back. He was rehabbing. This is what all of them do. What's funny about the NFL is they will give you, they will, they don't do random necessarily. They'll be like, hey, you have a drug test tomorrow. They'll let you know. You know what I mean? They'll let you know. So it's it's kind of crazy when these people get caught. Like, do what you gotta do to detox or whatever. You know what I mean? They literally let you know when. Like you can't detox a PED that quickly, though. It's not like you're detoxing fucking cocaine or marijuana out your system. Yeah, I mean chemical drug, chemical drugs, like what? But no matter what, out of your blood. See, this is what people are doing. Is they're doing a, what is it called? Blood doping, where they they literally swap out their blood, bro. You know what I mean? That's some. That's yeah. And if they get fucking caught doing some shit like that, yeah, punishment will be ten times even worse. Look at the UF. The UFC is crazy. Is the craziest with it. You know what I'm saying? Because what uh, uh, you saw, you, uh, you saw or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, but those those people, they'll catch you for blood doping, because that'll just be like a, a that's just kind of like a, a, a inference that you're using PEDs or something that you have to hide. You know what I mean? Or like anytime people use like steroids, they also gotta use like a, a, a estrogen blockers. So like. They'll test you if they find estrogen blockers. It's almost guaranteed that you're using steroids. You know what I mean? So it's, it's hard for any of these guys to get away with stuff, let alone just be actually jacked and wake up at four in the morning every day and hit the thing. Like you see the people they be getting on the rock that he has like pectoral implants. I'm like the rock gets up at four in the morning every day and hits it hard. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah, Miles Garrett, he, just a man amongst boys out there. Um, in in fantasy, he's the number one like D end right now as well, and uh, a lot of it's because of that big game that he had versus Fields. That's for sure. Last piece of news before we get out of here: Josh Gordon, it's official, been promoted to the active roster. He's on track to play versus the Bills. Hector, what what do you think about Josh Gordon going to make his uh, debut with the Chiefs? Uh. <sighs> One, if it wasn't the Chiefs, it'd be Tampa Bay because that's all they could fucking do. You either go into Tampa Bay or the Chiefs don't know how to bolster any other part of their heavily needed in on defense or run game, but just stack up on another receiver because you're just going to fucking bomb it everywhere. And then two, how many chances are you going to give this guy? How many chances are you going to let this guy – yes – I know I'm pro marijuana too. I I'm pro marijuana too. You're high, right? And there is a rule, and you broke the rule, and you get like how many reinstatements, bro? Listen, like how many times you gonna just they just gonna? And then he got other related incidents. The last couple times though, he took himself out. Like with the Patriots, he was like, I I can't do this. It, you know what I mean? Because of the, also the mental health aspect that whatever he's dealing with. So and they went to the Super Bowl and won that thing. You know what I mean? And he got a ring, even though he's not, you know, wasn't officially on the team. They did give him a ring. Because I don't know. 
I think I think eventually you just gotta be like, yo, just the leagues like the leagues moved on. You, you, you your career's done. Like that's it. You know why they you know keep what? Chances? I don't think his career's done. I don't think it's done. He with the Chiefs now, bro. This ain't the Seahawks or, or the Patriots, where it's like the Patriots will use him half the time as just to take away the number one corner. And then hopefully he's just a red zone target when they get down there, right? Then then he goes to the Seahawks and like, you know, because Russell Wilson's like, hell yeah, I need another. Then he bitches out of the Seahawks. Be honest. He bitches out of the Seahawks. No, but, but here's the thing, though. They, Let's be honest. The Seahawks were a run-first team. I, the Seahawks were a run-first team. They were barely. Listen, when they when, when Josh Gordon joined the team, he was getting used immediately. But, like, they're a run-first team. So, you know, everybody was hit or miss every week on that squad. But I will say this, too. Maybe the pressures of living in the city, playing in a city like Seattle where it's recreational use, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's totally legal, a, a, AF over there, you know what I mean? So maybe that was, like, tough for him to deal with. Plus, man, Seattle, listen, shout out to everybody from Seattle, but, like, you know, I know people that live there, and, 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 and you know what I'm saying? They tell me, like, that gloom, that gloomy sky, that shit will get to a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? He over there like, man, I need to light up, but I can't. I'm going to ruin my career. Because he is the martyr. for, He's the martyr these days when it comes to the usage, you know what I mean, or, or the violations. I'm glad he's getting extra chances, you know, I mean. OJ got a whole bunch of chances, whether everybody was right or wrong, you oh, know, like killed that woman. <laughs> he did it. He even wrote a book, What If I Did It? Or he did like like you know, the book was about like what he would do if he did it. And he was basically admitting, like, you know what I mean? What how he would get away with it. Like, you feel me? Like I'm done with you guys. Charge him with double jeopardy. That's double jeopardy. So he can write a book and be and be scot-free. I can't believe you compared Josh Gordon to fucking OJ. Well, see, that's how crazy it is because Josh Gordon is only known for weed, but like that's what we gotta compare it to if like weed to murder, weed to fucking murder. <laughs> that is pretty extreme though. <laughs> we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Well, well if the glove fits. The only other people that we could compare him to are people like Kaepernick, you know, but like the skill set just is nowhere near, you know, the same like that. Josh, listen, Josh Gordon, when he first went out, that first suspension, he was on top of the league. Number one receiver. Yeah. He was and, and, he was on the, and he was on the Cleveland fucking Browns. Because, but, but you know what, though? He was there with Shanahan, bro. Shanahan knows how to use his weapons. You know what I mean? That one season alone. Nothing else matters. Like he's still that beastly. He's still six four. I'm sure he could still run like close to a four five. Yeah, I'd, I'd say. But he still smokes an ounce a fucking day too. I don't know. I, I heard he's clean. I mean, like because it's not against the rules to smoke weed. It is against the rules to smoke a crazy amount of it. I don't know, but it's not against the rules anymore in the NFL to smoke weed. So crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy world I, we live in. You know what's funny? Uh, on Sports Me one time, uh, we were talking about uh, this type of subject, and I was telling people, I think weed is a performance enhancer, especially Sativa. Like, if you get a NASCAR driver high, bro, he's locked in. You know what I mean? Like, imagine a quarterback, super loaded, bro, to the gills. Bro, I'm, I'm sharper, bro. Like, anytime I used to play video games, anytime I do anything, I'm better when I'm high, bro. 
I suck doing things not high, actually. <laughs> Look at my kids, bro. I raise them every day, bro. They're great. You know me? I'm high. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're from, you know, we're from Cali, so it is just a way of life. You know what I mean? But, like, the stigma, the stigma, it only, only gets underlined when you're talking billion-dollar organizations. You know what I mean? Outside of that, weed is like the shit, bro. We, everybody loves weed, bro. There's the NFL very soon, whether it's within a year or two, they're going to have a cannabis sponsor or something because someone's going to throw a bunch of money at them. And then NFL's a bunch of whores. They're going to take it. They take it from the beer companies. They're going to take it from these marijuana and cannabis companies because uh, it's about to be federally legal here pretty soon within the next few years. That is crazy. Texas is the only one that's going to fight it, bro. And they may just go to be in their own country. Who knows? Maybe New York. Maybe maybe New York. New York might fight it. New York's already recreational. New York's already recreational. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, New York is recreational. Like, me living here, I know the shit that goes on. Like, there's a lot of, like, people fight, like... A lot of the fucking people here politically yeah, but bro, fighting against watch, it. But watch when New York makes makes a couple billion dollars this year off of marijuana. All those people will never be heard. <laughs> like, look at they that's why I mean, they I'm started. I'm all for it. I'm all for it, but I'm just that, saying New York after after a year or two, it's gonna be um, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. That, that's just how it's gonna be. Yeah, if you wanna be the brokest state, right? then you won't do it, you know what I'm saying? Because look at what it did for Colorado, what it did for the state of Washington, and what it's doing for nicotine. Nicotine, see, that's the thing, is because they love, this is why they love tobacco products, because you just you could tax everything. But now in California, they're, they're, listen, we're not even fucking with most of the tobacco products like that. Like, you can't get Swisher Sweets no more. Like, Backwoods are the only ones they sell. Pretty soon, they probably won't even get put in the Backwoods. You know what I mean? Like you, uh, a lot of places don't sell. The city of San Francisco, they don't sell menthol anything. No flavored blunts, none of that, none of that shit. They listen. It's so hipster out here, bro. Most of the places you go, and 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 uh, hustler knows because he from he from SoCal. Man, they got paper straws in this mug, b. How am yeah. I supposed to drink out of this paper straw, bro? The straw it crumbles up on me. <laughs> Yeah, I still never understood that. They got to get that technique down a little bit better. They just got it all wrong, you know what I'm saying? Just like they had it wrong when they weren't trying to let us have the weed. Now that they're letting us have it and they're seeing all that money, like Big Farm's going to be the next one, bro. Like they're going to start coming out with synthetic weed because they already did that before. All the clam, the, the clandestine chemists out there, remember Spice? Yep. Right? Like, they're going to come out with synthetic everything now. Synthetic CBDs. Like, Big Farm is going to latch on. And then whoever, all those states that don't rock with it, Big Farm are going to have those same products, but, but synthesized. You know what I mean? Yep. And they already got that, like, uh, what is I can't I can't remember what the strain's called. But they got a strain that's available yeah, in, like, 50 states now with THC in it. So It's called uh, 8 or 6. What is it? I believe it's nine. Is it nine? Yeah, nine. Yeah. Damn, that's like that's like year two thousand tree, bro. <laughs> yeah, I told you I was in Florida and just went into a regular like smoke shop, and they just had it 
for sale, like right there, like it was nothing. And I was like, wait, is Florida, you guys are recreational? And they were like, no, it's only medical. And I was like, but you can have this. And they were like, oh yeah, this is legal in, in every state. Yeah, because it's it's a, a only to a certain percentage of THC. Yep. It's like the it's the Wambo. Yep. <laughs> it's the Odweeds mom. Yeah, it's the uh it's less than Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Last piece of news that just came in before we get up out of here. Bogard, how do you feel about Carry on Johnson and Chris Thompson being uh, released from the practice squad? Man. I feel bad for them because they fit in as Niner running backs because they are guys who get hurt. <laughs> so they fit the description. But, yeah, bro, I mean, carry on. He can carry on. Chris Thompson, he should – like, what Chris Thompson needs to do is, like, go to, like – he needs to go to Tampa Bay. That's what he needs to do. Because they need they like types like him, Gio Bernards, James White types. You know what I mean? And Chris Thompson, he was a bad boy, bro. Solely a scat back. But he was a bad Carry on Johnson, I forgot about him a long time ago. And Chris Chris Thompson should have retired a long time ago. So these guys, if they're on the practice squad and they can't even make it, that's on them. I mean, look at Chris. These guys, you know what they finna do? They finna beat, they finna go to the Bears. At this Man. point, anybody like maybe maybe carry on. I would say speak to the Jets real quick. Carry on Johnson was drafted in 2018, yeah. second round pick, 43rd overall. Three years later, he's getting cut from a practice squad. I mean, you know what's crazy is I was a carry on Johnson truther. When he got hurt the first year, his year, I was like, damn. I, I went and looked back at his college. That's all he been doing is getting hurt every year since, like, he was in high school, bro. And, and it ain't the same injury. He had every injury you could think of. Like, this guy, and then he just continued that pattern in the NFL. Like, just guy, I mean, he's just one of them guys, bro. Yeah, everyone saw his potential and was just like, oh, he might be good if he stays healthy. He might be good if he gets a chance. He might be able to the take Lions a spot have, and, and take money from us for free. The Lions have missed so much on their running backs. Like we did him, job at best. We did it. Put it yeah, up. another one successful. Yeah, job at best. He's another one that comes to memory from like – man almost 10 years ago or something but like that's why i was just so off of swift because detroit just misses like so much and <laughs> they just can't swift, get right swift's a bad boy too though he is he's a bad boy and they actually have a line there they're that lion's defense I mean, the offensive line is legit and it's only gonna get better like i don't even think they have taylor decker back yet you know what I mean? And Taylor Decker was originally their their left tackle. Now they're gonna move him to right. Like you know what I mean? He was a he was a beast. You know what I mean? So I really like I, I like Swift. I'm mad I only got one share of him. Yep, I don't. I think I have him in one one place, and that is it. Out of what forty leagues? <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, that means we really didn't like him. Pretty much, yeah. And it's just it's the uh, it's the Detroit running back curse. They haven't had anyone good over there since Barry Sanders. Like that's a long time of like picking wrong on these running backs. 
I think Reggie Bush was the last 100-yard rusher they had for a while before uh, DeAndre Swift did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what was he there, like one year? Yeah. Yep. And he only had the one game with 100 yards. And then there was another one where Zach Zenner, the, the legendary Zach Zenner, <laughs> he had 99 yards, man. They kept trying to get him that one yard to, so they can get another 100-yard rusher, but it didn't happen. Couldn't get it. Nope. <laughs> Zach Zenner going to be up in uh, the white running back Hall of Fame right next to uh, who's who's a couple. I mean, besides Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey's got his hood card. Danny Woodhead, he definitely got his hood Hold card. On. Hold on, Danny Woodhead. Yep. Um, Pey- Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis. Uh, hold on. Um, Rex Burkhead. <laughs> to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sexy Rexy, bro. Uh, hold on. Who was the Jacksonville guy? <laughs> he was a bit, the Jacksonville. Was it Tolbert? Dang it! Who was that? <laughs> he never panned out, but he had so much hype. Remember, it's like 2013 ish, like before they brought in Denard Robinson. Um, but this guy just always got hurt, bro. Dang, who was it? Because I know who you're. Is it Tolbert? Is that his name? I cannot think of it for the life of me. We're going to have to do some research on that. We're going to might have to have a trivia show around that. I bet that would be a fun show. The white, yeah, the white running backs. <laughs> Mike Allstott? Nah. That wasn't him, but there is one, though. All right. Well, we're getting up out of here. We're going to be back here tomorrow, same time, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Uh, what else do we got going down today? Uh... While I think about that, Hector, why don't you tell everybody where to find you at? You ready, guys? Already know who it is. It's Hector. I said what I said. It's your favorite boy from Breaking Down the Tape. You can always find us on every platform, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, Bob, Podcast, wherever you can find your shit or listen to your shit. Um, and if you ever uh, want to hop on with the boys, slide into the DMs, talk to us, shoot the shit. We're uh, pretty straightforward and love to drink and smoke. So let's party on, bitches. Yeah. yeah. Here it is, Bogart. Toby Gearhart. There it is. JC Money Design was on it. Yes, JC. <laughs> yep. Harry. Yep. Like, I drafted him everywhere only to have him on my bench hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never again. That's why nobody was on Christian McCaffrey. Like, it took Christian McCaffrey like three years. To be everyone was like, all right, all right, we'll, we'll spend top capital. And then, like, <laughs> two years later, then he just keeps getting hurt. Because he was like a fourth rounder his rookie year. Then he was like a third rounder. And then all the savvy people were pulling him up like earlier. You know what I mean? I remember in a work league, I got him in like the seventh round. Um, it was like, I think, it, I can't remember if it was 10 team or 12 team. And it was a work league, so they didn't know nothing. But yeah, yeah. that was wild how far he was dropping in leagues. You know, I, I can understand his rookie year because you still had Jonathan Stewart, you know what I mean? And Jay Stu was beasting still because he didn't really have mileage on him because he was uh, always sharing time with uh, D'Angelo Williams. So when Jay Stu came on, he was actually like still had tread on the tires like crazy, you know what I mean? I remember there was a play. Uh, it was against the Seahawks. uh uh, Cam Chancellor, I think he tries to go for his legs, and he does a front flip over him, lands on his feet, and runs it in for the touchdown. I was like, damn, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Jonathan uh, Stewart, my man. 
Beast. Tell everybody where to find you at, Bogart. The earth is my turf. You can find me at the GMM Network. Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. We got the Real Fantasy Playmakers tomorrow night, continuing our What If series. Uh, we got Steezy A. Smith and my man, uh, Clock Management, coming on. And I will be on this Thursday breaking down the tape uh, with my man, Hector and Zach. Hell yeah, we're going to be breaking down that, that Seahawks-Rams game. Good. And I got a little twist for Bogarts, but I'm not going to let him know. We're going to have another special guest, kind of like we did last week. We're going to battle it out and talk some shit about this game. Yeah, I. it's funny because I think I already know who you got coming on because you told me. <laughs> I know. I think I might have switched it up, though. Okay, good. I like surprises. I'm I all- think I might have switched it up. Yeah, but- I, think, yeah, I did tell you one name, but I, I, I think I switched it up now. Yeah, I'll- <laughs> But yeah, hey, shout out to dude though. Dude was cool. The the original dude you were gonna bring on. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, shout out to Ghost, man. Ghost is uh he's actually awesome. Yeah, and so we got uh don't forget to go check out the waiver wire videos that are out. Got my IDP waivers, went a little bit deeper than I normally do. So Bogart, go check that out because I know you like it. And uh, also got the streaming defenses for week five, got my offensive uh waivers about to drop, and then I uh, got all the starts and sits. Uh, coming over the next two days. Don't forget to go get signed up on Patreon, patreon.com slash FFHustler420, or go to fantasyfootballhustler.com, and it's the top link that you can click on. You get priority uh, questions at all the Start and Sit live streams. So that's Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. First 10 to 20 minutes, it's all Patreon questions that I'm answering. So go get signed up, patreon.com slash FFHustler420. Oh, yeah, we're bringing the heat. Yeah. All right. We out. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. All right, dog. Peace. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. 
Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.